Okay, your stress, it says, is number nine. Yeah. Which, is the, roll the this down. The peacemaker. The peacemaker. Yeah. yeah you that don't would like drive me pe- nuts. Uh, you don't like when people don't have an opinion. No. Oh, da- oh that's true. <laughs> well, I've seen that. <laughs> I've, I've heard the Uber rides home. We were like, just, just, you know, say something. Just have, have some type of fucking opinion. They have nothing to say. <laughs> I think I said this yesterday to you. I was like, I would just love for one goddamn time if someone called me and gave some sort of perspective on what they had to say. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Shooters Gotta Shoot. I am your co-host, Erica Spera. And I'm Molly Demillier. And we've got a great episode for you this week, all about, wait for it. Enneagram. Tess. <laughs> I can't say the word. Can you try? Enneagram. Enneagram, Tess. <laughs> I'm going to ask you in five minutes. <laughs> for people listening, Erica is very very bright <laughs> words are just real tough to come out sometimes well, it's, okay all right so you know but this isn't a word that's like an everyday word you know yeah. like archive that i fucked up <laughs> this was one of my favorites you can't be like yeah you just you put it in the archive and then you move on and i you were so confident that i had to put something in the archive that then i was like I feel like I should know what an archive is. Well, I remember you just asked me again, but you had this look in your eyes that I stopped talking, and I was like, what did I say? And then I replayed it in my head, and I was like, it's archive, isn't it? And you were like, yeah, you mean archive? I was like, that makes sense. Like, for some reason, I thought, like, archiving files was different than archiving on Instagram. It's archiving. You know, I don't, but for some reason, I just was like, no, it's Instagram. This is archiving. It's, all right well if you're new to the pod welcome (laughs) welcome we do teach you things on this pod um but you know we're not we're not full experts ourselves to make you feel better yeah you know so (laughs) if you were also saying an egram test uh you were not alone it is enneagram all right well before we get into the different enneagram types Real quick, if you guys want to support the pod, uh, two ways you can support the pod. Either leave us a review on iTunes, just scroll in the description. There's a link right to the overall page. Leave that review. That would really help us out on Apple Podcasts. And uh, the other way is join the Patreon gang, which we are almost at 200 members. Yeah, everyone gets a free shirt when we get to that. Yeah, 200, yeah. everybody gets a free t-shirt. Um, so literally we're 50 people away. Get on in there, make us design some shirts. And, yeah, you get to vote. You get to vote on guests. Yeah. Um, which another fun announcement uh corinne fisher coming back to the pod yeah she is uh because in other news <laughs> uh <laughs> we've had another breakup on the pod uh coincidentally yes. almost exactly a year apart yes almost and, a year to the day and we asked the patron just in general who do you want to come back corinne fisher down ass bitch was originally on the list and um we had her on kind of as a breakup expert mm-hmm. for my breakup and now we have a second breakup <laughs> which rest in peace space jam I Good mean, times. I know you feel like you've been talking about it a lot yeah. uh, lately. So you want the full story, you can go to the Patreon, which is patreon.com slash shooters got to shoot. But uh, if you're fresh off a breakup, especially with Valentine's around the corner, ladies and gentlemen, uh, get ready. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have another coping episode for you. <laughs> and DM me. We can commiserate together. <laughs> yeah. Right. And um, shout out to fan of the pod, 
Yeah. Mom and I got a free vibrator. Yeah, we did. Holy crap. I'm going <laughs> to finally try the Remy Casimir recommended womanizer. <laughs> I already did. It's pretty great. You did? <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. What? We yeah. got it today, Molly. I know. I was like, well, oh, you know, wait. I got some time. Oh, you're a liar. You don't work that much. <laughs> I didn't even open mine out of the box, um, which we did upload to the Instagram story. And um, what did my brother think it was? Something for makeup. Yeah. He, he definitely like, thought it was a beauty blender. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely did. He's like, oh, that womanizer thing I hear all the bloggers talk about. <laughs> uh, and, and then other friend of the pod, Carrie, messaged thinking it was perfume. Yeah. So you know what? Great gift to get someone. No one knows what it is. Yeah. Could be your little secret. You know? Oh, it's a good little secret. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Well, I got to try it. So without further ado, Enneagram test. So up top real quick. What is an Enneagram test? The Enneagram is a system of personality which describes people in terms of nine types, each which are with their own motivations, fears, and internal dynamics. Uh, I looked it up, and I, did you know it's actually from like the ancient Greeks? So it's been around forever. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I thought it was that. just like a new fad. But mainly, we had people reach out about this test when we did Myers Briggs. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are like, Myers Briggs is sim- similar because it's a personality test. There is actual psychology behind it. But a lot of people like this one more. What do you think off the gate? Um, yeah, I like the Enneagram test more. I felt like it was more true to myself and. Um, like the actual tendencies mm, okay. um, especially in like the ways that I could like go a little bit more negative yeah because this one actually focuses a lot about uh, your emotions and your fears yeah which is very clear when you take the questions that a lot of them are like do you always feel like you're pre- prepared for the worst case scenario mm-hmm. um, do you need to fully think through every option before you make a decision um, are you likely to speak up for something that you think is right when everybody else thinks it's wrong mm-hmm. like it like kind of puts you in more scenarios and it's kind of more like fight or flight a little bit, but also like gut reactions to things was kind of how I took it. Yeah. And I think that's easier or it makes it feel more applicable to life because it's the results then that you get back. It's in situations that most of us have been in. Like we've all had to choose whether or not to stand up and say something, Yeah, you know, whereas some as the, the other personality tests, they're so much more vague mm. that it's hard, harder to apply it to real life. I feel like. True. Yeah, maybe the scenarios were a little bit more specific, or mm-hmm. at least more like you could envision yourself in them. Right. Hmm. Okay. Well, one fun part about this is, well, it says the Enneagram, the Enneagram <laughs> is an emotionally focused system of understanding people, honing in on one's core emotion, emotional motivations and fears. And then it divides it into three types. Because it says some types experience strong emotions, while other types aim to avoid emotions in one form or another. So all men are the same type. I mean, <laughs> just kidding. maybe, I don't know. So all of the nine types go into chunks of three. So when you take the test, it will give you like, this is your main type. This is kind of your second. Like it kind of gives you a scale, right? Okay. But they kind of fall in a triangle when you look at like the little picture of the circle. Yeah. Which makes sense. So that's how they connect. And they're divided into heart types head types and body types interesting i've never seen anything emotions be body before i mean well here's the definitions because i think it's a little bit of that like are you someone that you're always just like ooh, i just have a bad gut feeling so i didn't and then like the logical person sitting over there like what do you mean that was a great opportunity like blah blah, blah. and they were like "Ooh, i just had a fat bad, bad had a bad feeling when i walked in the door is that body or heart i think that would be body body it says depend on their 
instinctual intelligence to follow their gut and respond to threats and opportunities. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So then heart types, it says, depend on their emotional intelligence to understand their own reactions and connect with others. Mm. Ooh. So this is probably the type of, there were so many questions being like, do you find yourself like always helping others? Oh, like, and almost like liking helping people. And I think there's something in that of like the connection yeah they're probably like an acts of service love language type right of person. okay sure. okay like a giver yeah yeah and then head types which i believe is both of ours <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> depend on their intellectual intelligence to make sense of things and navigate the world around them we're not saying we're better than the other types if anything i was t- i kind of retook it being like well since we've been doing this pod i think i'm a little bit more in touch with my emotions and act on those more and and no my top three (laughs) we're still all head types yeah i was like damn it come on yeah mine uh actually mine was bad it was a very heavy head type and uh when i told my friend Allie, who told me to take it she goes oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, multiple people guessed that you would get that (laughs) i was like okay okay nailed it yeah yeah it's you know what it is a little hard to distinguish between the heart and the body one because another thing, it, yeah. it just says, like, heart type reacts with emotion first. first, And then body, it says, instinctive gut feeling. Which, I almost feel like those are correlated. They do, They are similar. But I feel like when it says you're more gut feeling, I think it's like, if you're angry or you're sad, you're not likely to say anything. Yeah, and I think emotional, like, having more of emotional reaction, I think you're going to be able to identify it better. Mm. Whereas a body type... Like, we've all at some point had some sort of gut reaction to something. For sure. And not really been able to understand what it was. Like, something is just off. I don't know what it is. I don't need a reason. I'm just not going to do it. Where I think more of, obviously, the head type is going to be like, this is what's bad about that. I'm out. Yeah. And I think the emotional type is just going to be like, uh, like, I just don't like... I, I don't feel good about this or something. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to yeah. be able to identify it better, mm-hmm. I think. I know, you know, actually, interesting question. Do you feel like with your type, you got what, three? Yeah, I got three. Which is the, the achiever. achiever. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I got. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, and I got eight, which is the challenger. <laughs> These are so painfully <laughs> accurate. Yeah, well, three was my second one, actually. Okay, that makes sense. I was surprised. I thought you might get perfectionist. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. But uh, I was going to say, when you feel like it comes to relationships, do you feel like you are more lead with not your head? Yeah. so now that i used to be in a <laughs> <laughs> sorry maybe not the time yeah. for the question yeah. but yeah you know just open that wound real quick for us yeah give us a little insight here's, molly here's my wrist <laughs> if you want to cut it before your heart was broken <laughs> yeah. how did you think you navigated the relationship was it logical i don't know i mean i feel like where we're at now it probably wasn't but <laughs> okay thought it was okay. no but i was gonna say in being in something that at the time it felt like it was very secure Mm. i definitely approached everything more from my head um but interesting when in the past the relationships where i felt extremely insecure that's where everything was more emotionally charged and i would get more anxiety about things that's interesting you say that because i feel like for everyone when you're staying with someone even though you're like i know this is not forever i know this isn't going the way i want it to go then for everybody in that situation, it's like, you're going with heart. Exactly. You're like, I yeah. just, I like them. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You use that to justify everything else. Yeah. And I think that's kind of that feeling of like, 
I've told people that I've been with before of like when we were in a rocky period of like, I just really like you and I don't know why. You know, <laughs> like I can't identify. I That's don't what know. people want to hear. Yeah. Like I, I wish I wasn't this into you. <laughs> why didn't those things work out? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I had, um, actually the guy that gave me herpes, I remember a friend going, what do you like about him? And I was like, I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> you can't put your finger on I'm just on here. It. Like, yeah. And they were like, I haven't heard you say one good thing about him. And I'm like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to leave. Yeah. Like, something in me is just here. Sometimes Damn. it just doesn't make sense. And in those situations, it's always been so emotional. And I think as two very uh, like head and Negro people, um, I think when you can't identify it, for me, that makes it spiral even more. Because yeah, I'm like, okay, I, I in everything else in my life, I'm so on top of it. And I have so much mental control mm-hmm. that when I lose it, it's, I mean, gone, you know, yeah. and it is just, it's not good. Everybody's got to watch out. Yeah. <laughs> it's know? almost like maybe it's worse that it takes us so long to switch. Yeah. Once we switch, we're like, well, no, I can't go back. Yeah. I can't go back said, to logic. Yeah. I become one of these in love fools <laughs> yeah. that I keep hearing about and seeing in movies. <laughs> and I'm angry about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to be yeah, there. I don't want to like, be there, but now I'm here. That just makes so much sense of everything <laughs> I've ever been in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think so. <laughs> There's like a week where you're just stupid happy. Yeah. And then after that, you're like, this is miserable. Right? You're like, what happened? Yeah. But then when you're really pragmatic about it, they might just call you and say, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then never they talk don't like to that. you again. Yeah. No. Well, I was going to say, I feel like the opposite scenario is like if someone's with someone a long time or like married and they're like, they are more staying in it for logical reasons. They're like, well, Sometimes. they're good to me. Like I have a good life. We have a nice house. We have, blah, potentially blah, have a blah, kid blah. together. Right. We have a yeah. kid. All these things that you're kind of like, uh, yeah, I don't feel this like love for them like I used to, but mm-hmm. they're like, but looking at it it's kind of like what would my life be like without this and they're like well this seems like the more logical yeah makes sense decision that or reminds me decision. of the thing carrie was saying the other day when she stopped over shout out to our friend carrie yeah. um she said love is a decision mm. and that really stuck with me of that it's not really this fairy tale that we're sold of you know we've said a thousand times of like the manufactured spark and that yeah. it's you know this crazy emotions and anxiety and but is real love actually a decision and a commitment that you make to somebody to just build something? And I think for more pragmatic head type people, it probably is because that's where in like my experience, I felt all of that security was, okay, we have decided that we like each other. We've talked about it. We're building something. And then like now with it gone, I'm feeling more of the emotional side. Like part of me is pragmatic of like, okay it's just done move on but then on this emotional side of just sort of this how am i ever going to get that trust to make those decisions with another person you know so it's impossible yeah so it's like the emotion battling the Mm -hmm. pragmatism and that's tough the worst feeling of breakups for me usually is feeling like oh when am i going to meet someone that i liked as much as that person honestly that's not what i'm feeling right now i'm how am i ever going to trust another human being like that again yeah, I mean, I guess everyone's different, but that's, I, I just feel that way because I feel like I don't really get excited about people often. Or oh, like the yeah, switch doesn't flip. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I also, 
I don't trust many people either. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my circle's just getting smaller. Right. <laughs> I agree. I agree, though, on the decision thing, because I'm, well, maybe that's why we agree in this way mm-hmm. of the, you're the head type is because it partly comes from like achievement. There's so many achievement questions in this test of like, yeah. do you have high standards for yourself? Do you, ex- you do have a lot of pressure to be successful? Like mm-hmm. type of things that I'm like, oh, so even with like a relationship, it's like, oh, okay, I'm the girlfriend. I love this person. You're like, so like I'm committed and I'm going to work hard at this to work exactly per se yeah you know yeah so i'm like that does make sense and like everybody says a relationship is work and the question is always like well how do you know how much work it should be and yeah. a friend of the pod i actually asked her that we were talking about it she went through a breakup and she was like it's more are both people committed to working on it and keeping it together yeah i so would that also comes with choice i would agree with that because i think one of the first things i said to you was i okay, I was in this relationship and I, in getting into it, I was nervous because I felt like I didn't know how to be a girlfriend. And right. now I feel like I failed. Yeah, I felt that too. You know, yeah. it, it's like, it, and I think it's because- Not about of, you, about myself. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you were like- Yeah, you so, failed, Molly. Sorry. You were like, yeah, I was standing here watching and I thought you really <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> yeah, way to let down the pod, man. <laughs> we all we all were rooting for it. Sorry. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> Yeah, right. The fans are disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I cut off your say. I just felt like I just was agreeing. Like, yeah, you messed it up. No, but I, I'm agreeing with you of that. We put so much, you and I especially, so much pressure on ourselves to succeed mm-hmm. in everything that we do that when something goes wrong for reasons out of our control, we still just like harbor so much blame and yeah. wanting reason. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just life, how it is. It just doesn't happen sometimes. And I think that's what gets so frustrating for us. I mean, yeah, I would agree. Um, all right. So real quick, we'll go through each type and a little brief description here. Uh, so if y'all listening, you're probably going to hear one and go, oop, that one's definitely me. <laughs> uh, so first is the reformer, the rational, idealistic type, principled, purpose, purposeful, self-controlled, and perfectionist. And number two, we have the helper which is the caring interpersonal type, demonstrative, generous, people-pleasing, and possessive. Number three, we have the achiever, the success-oriented, pragmatic type, adaptive, excelling, driven, and image-conscious, which is Molly. I think that's pretty nice. Well, you're going to get to read mine, so (laughs) don't worry. The individualist, which is the sensitive, withdrawn type, Expressive, dramatic, self-absorbed, and temperamental. Number five, the investigator, the intense cerebral type, perceptive, innovative, secretive, and isolated. Ooh, that's a little ominous. Um, I think that's my ex. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I just was like, damn, I should have made him take this test. (laughs) Sorry, you go. Uh, Number six, we have the loyalist, which is the committed, security-oriented type. Engaging, responsible, anxious, and suspicious. All right. The enthusiast number seven, the busy, fun-loving type, spontaneous, versatile, distractible, and scattered. Number eight, we have the challenger, which is the powerful, dominating type, self-confident, decisive, willful, and confrontational, which is Erica. Yeah, that's 100%. No, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Any any part of that. I have Even learned, though the confrontational? 
I'm very confrontational. I'm very confrontational in the sense that I will not hesitate and I am not afraid to say to someone like, hey, I heard you said this about me. What, what's up? Oh, okay. Or like when something happens in the moment of being like, yo, that's stop doing that. Like, that's not right. Okay. I, t- I take it as that way, which it could be a bad thing. Or I've learned just with people like as friends, you're kind of like, oh, some people like they're going to blow up if you talk to them too soon. About yeah. Something. So I've learned to be less confrontational, but I have zero fear like anytime i get into a very slight confrontation there's always someone around being like oh my god i can't believe you said something yeah they're like terrified for me and i'm like you're not even a part of this you're way on the sidelines i think that's confrontational correctly for sure and like in a positive way and i think sometimes it gets this like negative connotation that you're just someone who's going to start a fight to start a fight yeah exactly no you're going to stand up and say something when it needs to be said right yeah, but there are occasionally times that it's like, I think where it comes badly is sometimes it is like, this ain't your battle. Yeah. And it's not worth your energy to get involved. Mm-hmm. Especially actually when it comes to like, I think about more like middle school and high school of like yeah. someone else having a problem and they're too afraid to say something. So I say something for them. But then it's like, I spoke up for them. And then you look at them and they're kind of like, nah, that's not true. And I'm like, oh. Oh, you're yeah. not going to back me up? Right. Like, you know. Or, oh, that definitely happened to me before. R- right. It's... Or even group dynamics of like, yeah, we don't want to do that thing. Yeah. We don't agree with the decision. And the other person's like, no, no, it's fine. I'm all for it. You're like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. You just <laughs> left me out to dry. <laughs> oh, okay. We had this big talk. We were going to say, and then we turned into just me. Yeah. It's just me. And then I'd be like, fine. Sorry. <laughs> the other friend is just sitting there like they haven't talked shit for like 20 minutes. It, about that it, is, the, but that's when I'm like, you're not a real friend. Like yeah, in my head, yeah, I'm yeah. like, you know what? You didn't back me. I was willing to back you. Fine. Yeah. I'm not helping. But that's something like if they were in trouble in a confrontation, guess who's not stepping in? Me. Yeah, you I'm learned. Like, oh, I did that once. I'm not going to help you anymore. Yeah. They got one shot, one yeah. opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Sees everything they ever wanted out of Eric Espera. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because I'm basically just like, okay, if it was me, you wouldn't say something. Right. You wouldn't yeah. back me up or stick up for me. And yeah. I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. That's why with all the questions, it was like, I like to help people. I'm like, I'll help them one time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. We have one more type. I think this is you reading. Uh, the peacemaker, which is the easygoing, self-effacing type, receptive, reassuring, agreeable, and complacent. But I feel like when we read all of these, do you feel like you thought of someone for each one? I'm honestly, I'm trying to figure out which one would be Space Jam. And it's actually really hard for me to figure out. Honestly, I could see him being a little bit of um, the reformer, which is just like very rational, um, self-controlled and just he is extremely a perfectionist. Mm, Okay. It also makes sense as being one of the like the head types. That's a body type, which is gut feeling. Okay. Hmm. Well, I mean that would actually line up. <laughs> <laughs> that would line up while you were like kind of drawn to each other a bit. And why I got dumped? Oh, <laughs> it's very, uh, actually very true. <laughs> oh damn! Wow, this test is teaching us so much. Yeah. Wait, which one did I say was my ex? The investigator is. Oh, we were the same type. We're both head types. But I think mm. that makes sense. Yeah. I didn't see him as very feeling-oriented. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah, you're a Patreon member, you know. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Anyway, that's not a fun path to take. <laughs> why, do we, why did I think that was a good idea? <laughs> we're 
we're like, oh, this would be fun. Yeah. Let's just open what did up. I think I was going to say? <laughs> um, so what's interesting is for each type, it gives you kind of a couple more bullets here. And it also gives you a stress and a growth. So for me, I'm the challenger. It says my stress is number five, which is the investigator, the intense cerebral type. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 go, bum boy. Whoa, this is, this just sucks. <laughs> I take it back. I don't like Enneagram, Enneagram, whatever the fuck this is called. <laughs> Oh, it saw you out so hard. Oh, oh, that hurt. That hurt. <laughs> oh, my stress is number five. Who's number five? Just your ex. It's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, your stress, it says, is number nine. Yeah. Which, is the, roll the this peacemaker. down. The peacemaker. The yeah, peacemaker. Yeah, that would like drive me pe- nuts. Uh, you don't like when people don't have an opinion. No. <laughs> oh, da- oh, that's true. <laughs> well, I've seen that. <laughs> I've, I've heard the Uber rides home. We were like, just, just, you know. Say something. Just have have some type of fucking opinion. They have nothing to say. I think I said this yesterday to you. I was like, I would just love for one goddamn time if someone called me and gave some sort of perspective on what they had to say. Damn. Okay. All right. You're okay. And then this makes sense. Growth. Growth. Okay. Your growth are with the loyalist types. Which, with your trust thing, mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. The committed, secure. You're like, they're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. All right. Let's. But I'm going to chain the next one down to be sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going we're gonna to do some hardcore rules with the next one. Going to give them some real tests of pushing them away. Um, no, we won't. Uh, not on purpose. Um, my growth is number two, which I'm like, I'm nervous now. <laughs> Damn test. The helper. The caring, interpersonal type. Uh that makes sense. People pleasing, not so much, but generous. Yeah. Because you're yeah. someone who's like, you don't want to like split pennies on the bill. You want to just be like, oh, you know, like. Yeah. But- I think it's also the caring thing. It's Yeah. Mm, okay. And this is this is basically the type of people being like, you know who you need to be with? And I'm like, mm, the helper. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> the helper. <laughs> you need the, what am I going to do for you, honey? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So for each type. We're going to scroll through here, the deepest fear and core motivation. And we're going to take a break from our types for a second. And we're just going to go in order. Okay. All right. So type one, uh, which is called the perfectionist slash the reformer. We have deepest fear. One's fear being bad people, morally flawed or otherwise seen as imperfect. They cope with this fear by being rigidly disciplined and very hard on themselves and often on those around them too. In parentheses. And their core motivation is one strive to be good and honorable and live a life with purpose they seek the best and most correct way to do things all right let's go number two the helper deepest fear the number two number two's fear of being alone and unloved and cope with this fear by taking care of others and making themselves central to other people's lives Woo. okay and their core motivation is to want to feel loved and appreciated, which motivates them to express love towards others in their words and actions. Oh, and this is the one that's saying I need. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you need someone that's insecure of being alone and love unloved, <laughs> yeah. that they're just going to love you a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. 
patient. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I see how this is correlated. Smooth flowing my... movements. You want a dancer? <laughs> <laughs> That's so specific. I want a dancer. <laughs> you want that wedding date? I do. I want that wedding date for sure. All right. Um. Let's see. The next one here. The achiever. Hello. The achiever. Deepest fear. Three's fear being insignificant or a failure. To cope with this fear, they look for ways to win in life, reassuring themselves that they are valuable. Yeah. Do you want me to just read the rest of this one? Sure. Okay. Tell me about myself. Core motivation. Type threes are motivated by a need for attention and admiration. (laughs) They strive to be successful and significant to avoid feeling worthless. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're an achiever. I don't... Yeah. I wasn't sitting there being like, oh, I bet Molly works so hard because she feels worthless otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think people assume that about you. But, I mean, if you feel like it's true. Well, I mean, I think the flip of that is just that you do as much as you do to feel valued and successful. You know, very versus, true. and like, if you don't have those things, I think you're very similar. Mm, you, I am. You don't feel like you're living to your potential. Like, worthless sounds so self-deprecating and... I don't know, just like so self-loathing mm-hmm. that it's really extreme, but maybe that's just like the achiever mindset talking of like, I would never let myself feel that way. <laughs> I mean, you yeah, know, well, this we're is gonna why find a way to win. We have a similar coping mechanism of if we feel sad, we just do more work. Yeah. yeah. And uh, one of the traits of you in general is jam-packed schedules and meetings, <laughs> 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 which that is you <laughs> extremely busy and on the go. Mm hmm. All right, type number four here, the individualist. Okay, deepest fear. Fours fear that they are flawed and are missing out on some basic aspect of happiness that other people have access to. To cope with this fear, they amplify what is different and special about themselves, looking for the niche in which they can truly be appreciated. And their core motivations. Fours are motivated by their desire to express their individuality and to be unique. They do this through creative endeavors and are end up by over identifying with the aspects of their personality that they view as lacking or deficient interesting this feels like theater and more like performance people yeah some of the yeah some of the bullets are saying quirky and endearing prominent artistic outlets distinctive and inner distinctive inner and outer presentation so i'm like i'm i think like everyone's thinking of like that person you know that always dresses a little funky or like oh this is them Mm-hmm. Just based on that, you feel like, oh, now I know someone who is this thing. Yeah. Well, like when you think about actors who are extremely mm. successful and then so many of them actually you find out later in life that they have like really bad problems with depression. Yes. That, and everyone's like, who? Them? You know, they were right. amazing. You Ooh, know, we saw them on a red carpet. It just, that's what it makes me feel like. Of yeah. Those people who you don't actually know what's happening inside. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You feel like they're never off. They're always on. Yeah. And you're like. Yeah, and that's basically yeah. saying, like, uh, people being always on usually is a sign for something else. Yeah, like, this actually, it Ooh. makes me really think of somebody like a Robin Williams. That was the first thing I thought of. Yeah, that is very, very true. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. Number five here, the investigator. Deepest fear. Five's fear being overwhelmed by their own needs and the needs of others. To cope with this fear, they withdraw from relationships and maintain a minimalist lifestyle, focusing on the intellectual as an escape from the demands of the world their core motivations fives are motivated by a desire to be competent and possess a strong understanding of their environment this motivation drives them to a nearly constant state of learning and knowledge accumulation 
You feel like this was yours. How do you feel now? Yeah, this is, this is them. Yeah. Extremely difficult to crack inner world. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gives insightful, well-thought-out responses. Very true. Has clear boundaries between family, friends, and work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that one sounds very true. Withdrawn and extremely independent. Yeah, it can yeah. be. Mm-hmm. The well-thought-out responses, I felt like there were many mm-hmm. times that I was like, this is so crafted and not just like an on-the-cuff like yeah. feeling or like what you're really thinking like i was yeah. like oh you had what you were really thinking and you made sure to package it in this like perfect special way you can tell especially when you communicate with somebody over like text a ton yeah and all of a sudden you're like this this is fit for an email you know yeah this is weird email writing mm-hmm. yeah and hey if you're a five i don't i don't hate on you <laughs> i feel like it's giving a weird vibe here yeah just uh we are not compa- you are my stress <laughs> just you're casually my stress don't worry about it. okay type number six is the loyalist it says deepest fear six is fear being unprepared and unable to defend themselves from danger to cope with this fear they attempt to be prepared for every possible turn of events core motivation this type is motivated by their need for safety and security they seek support and reassurance from other people and are extremely loyal to people and groups that they trust. Yeah, this is yeah. your growth. Yeah, yeah, especially someone who fears being unprepared because in some ways, like, so do I, or I just need it to be done exactly right. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna Clear get it. communicators. Yep. Excellent team player. Yep. All right, next one. The enthusiast. The enthusiast. Deepest fear. Seven's fear getting stuck in a rut and missing out on the good life. They cope with this fear by constantly seeking out exciting, novel, and fun experiences. Their core motivations are, more than anything, sevens want to avoid feeling bored, sad, or uninspired. I feel like this one's yeah. very vague. It is. Yeah. Like, what are some of their traits? Childlike enthusiasm and energy. Wide range of interests. Ongoing professional and creative projects. Upbeat, optimistic, well-liked and popular. This kind of feels like that person who everybody loves and you're kind of like, I don't really know what they do, you know, but they're always, you know, busy doing something like working odd jobs. Yeah. And, but they're making ends meet and are really happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You're always like, we should hang with them more. Yeah. I like them being around. I feel like it's this person. Yeah. They're the good hang. Yeah. All right. Next one. Eight. The challenger. (laughs) Deepest fear. Eight's fear being vulnerable and powerless more than anything and cope with this fear by always being strong and in control (laughs) core motivations aids are motivated by their desire to be independent and in control they resist appearing or feeling weak and reject any authority that restricts them i mean how many times did it say in control (laughs) Uh, no but that is the thing i probably struggle with the most that's why i eat things in a system yeah it's like i'm (laughs) you're controlling i do i have a well that's even with like being vulnerable with people it comes from a put the control thing and also explains why i never really drink much yeah because that's also a like i won't have control yeah and i don't like that idea of like Mm -hmm. not controlling emotions or whatever it is Mm -hmm. situation yeah some of your key personality traits independent and self-sufficient oh fierce and confident look yeah serving these looks honey <laughs> you said you wanted a leather wedding when did you think you wouldn't uh, get i don't it? know <laughs> i just never i just never felt like i was i don't know it feels like very fashionate i don't know yeah uh, that was exciting fierce and confident that you was nice after confident you have to be to have a leather wedding <laughs> that is 
confidence. I want a leather party. Yeah. Look, I might do it for my 30th, actually, when we're allowed to get people together. I'll do it. I got I'm leather pants. Because it. it will be by winter time. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. Leather 30th. Wear some leather. Yeah, determinations, stamina, independent, self-sufficient, energetic and busy. Mm-hmm. Fiery passions and power. I don't know about that. Well, I guess so. I mean, I do stand-up. That's like my passion. Yeah. And it, like when you're very passionate about something or really like talking about something that you're really into it's very it, i would say fiery yeah you know like i feel like you're very even and then all of a sudden <laughs> you are in it and uh, like the hands are flying and you're yeah like, wow we went from zero to 100 real quick <laughs> yeah it's like when people don't give you an opinion <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah it also has stubborn that is true i can be stubborn mm-hmm. well you know what it is if someone wants me to change something i'm like well you need to suggest a better thing yeah like i'm like, don't just don't just come in here have an like, opinion you gotta change yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm very energetic and busy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm too busy being fierce and confident over yeah. here. <laughs> Don't too time to change yeah. anything for you. Do you know how long it took me to put on these leather pants? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last one. We have the peacemaker, which is your growth one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Peacemaker. Deepest fear. Nine's fear being too needy and thus pushing people away. They cope with this fear by submitting to the desires and agendas of the people around them. Being agreeable in order to be included. And their core motivations, nines are motivated by their need for peace and harmony in their environment. And the desires to avoid conflict and deal with unpleasant emotions. Ability to diffuse conflict with ease. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, that's your whole job. (laughs) I was going to say this feels like a yoga person. And then I looked at the third bullet and it says zen-like presence. Yeah. Yeah. Zen-like presence, uh, mellow and soothing voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yoga teacher slash massage therapist. Yeah, that's what I need. <laughs> Wide circle of acquaintances. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Because if you're very like, I always go with the flow because I just like to be included. Mm-hmm. Generally hmm. liked. Yeah. Calm, collected demeanor. Fluid, Good. slow movements and gestures. Yeah. You know what's interesting about this one is there's nothing that has to do, I feel like, with work environment. Except for like diffu- diffusing conflict, maybe. Yeah, Zen like presence. That's why I think I gotta find myself a yoga teacher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very, very smooth. Yeah, slow down your mind. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Well, I didn't know if there was anything else in this. I, was there anything specific? It said that I can be like a workout aholic, which I was like, oh, that is. Oh shit! It did. Yeah, that like the that then that's what I meant of like the things that can be negative that can feel really positive of that I'm someone who, um, if one of the things I have to be careful of is like not pushing too hard in work and like working out and because I can go yeah. way too hard, which I was like, yeah. Interesting. Which I think this is why I like this test so much more is because it gives such specifics like that mm. versus like the other ones that are just so, so vague. And you're like, it's almost reading a fortune cookie of like, this could apply to, you know, so many things. A little bit. Yeah. You know, I mean, especially I like the one site that we used has different levels and it mm-hmm. ranks you at healthy levels, average levels, and then unhealthy levels. Yes. For each type. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and then they each have three bullets. So it's kind of like, oh, okay. Like at your best, like I'm self-restrained. And then it's like at my worst, it's like develop delusional ideas. Yeah. <laughs> like invincibility. And it's yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, all right, full takeover. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean i thought i think this is interesting yeah and the other thing that i liked about it when you actually go into the the relationships and like the the compatibility between each one like 
yes, you have your stress and your growth, but it does say that no two pairs are going to be like a hundred percent compatible or mm-hmm. like a hundred percent not compatible. Right. Because I think it's more realistic of all types of people get together and make things work. And I think that's also why there's those levels to mm-hmm. each one too of just, you know, kind of like what is the severity that you are this number? Yeah. Like everyone you pick, they're not saying the best. I mean, I feel like when you read the descriptions, you'll be like, okay, this feel I could see why this would be better for me than other types. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just says no pairing of types is particularly blessed and no pairing is particularly doomed. Mm-hmm. So it's basically, it's an overview to help people understand some of the main positive and negative issues that are likely to arise between any two types. Yeah. So I think it makes sense. Yeah. And that, so that's the other thing too, of like, once you get your type, you can go in and read about how you'll relate to every single one of them. Yeah. Which is nice. And it's pretty in depth too. So it's like, if you're in a relationship with someone and you find out that they're not your growth number, it's not like you need to break up. You can just figure out, okay, what's the best way for you guys to move forward and and build a strong relationship? Yeah. It's almost like if you were to go to therapy, they would point these out of like, these is, this is where you conflict and this is where you're working out. And what are you going to do about the conflict part? Right. Yeah. Well, I like this. This was fun. This is a fun test to take. Um, the site I'm going to put in the description is going to be the site that has all the info that we said, and then I'll put another one. That's a free test. Um, which it just, you can Google free Enneagram test and you will find it. Question for you now that we've done, what have we done? This test, Myers-Briggs. Was there one other one that we did? Mm, I mean, attachment test. Attachment. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Now that we've, oh, and love languages. Love language. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're taking a lot of tests. Mm. Um, now that we've done all of those, would you give a future partner any one of these tests to take? I mean, yeah. I don't think any of them are necessarily bad. Yeah. Um, I think attachment style is really great for... I loved the fighting section of it, actually. Yeah. Um, and just Or just kind of to know, like, okay, you're a little more anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, this is hard. I don't know. I mean, I think they're all helpful in different ways. Yeah, I think they are, too. But I'm just like, is it weird to give a spouse a test? Because I feel like I've learned so much about myself and the types of people that are better for me. So I'm like... Is that good going forward to have a fun way for someone to take a test? And if you're like, oh, we actually aren't very compatible, mm. do you end it? I mean, that's a, that's a, that's that's a, very a good question. Because type I'm thinking about say. people that are mad into astrology. And at first, what you were saying, I was like, well, I wouldn't feel crazy because I think it's crazier. The women that are like, well, I need the time you were born now. So call your mother. Yeah. yeah. And shit like that. That to me is insane. I've been around women to who do. do that. Or also will write off people quickly because of signs. Yeah. I think that's dumb yeah. personally. So it's like if a guy made some fuss of like me being like, Oh, take this test. Like it's this fun thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they kind of were like, this is stupid. I don't want to. I'd be like, come on, man. I could be one of those astrology people. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if you like one of these, I'm like, Hey, there's a little science behind this. Yeah. You know, that's true. Or you'd it- be surprised. I mean, we're, I mean, Mike Racine read the game. You know what I mean? Like there's shit that's like men might secretly be doing this stuff. That's or a true. lot of people take these things. I found out about Myers Briggs in college through a psychology class. Yeah. So it's like, Myers-Briggs is more, uh, I think, men and women take it more often. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, love languages, it's kind of like, we, you know, we female. did that. Yeah. yeah. And we did it with Francis. And the first thing that he said to us when we asked him about it, he was like, 
oh my girlfriend's been asking me to do that something yeah. like that you know but that's so what i'm like, saying is like i think yeah. sometimes you might ask someone to take the test and someone else already did yeah so they're just true. like wow this really is all women you're like yeah i've been all women do it yeah i don't think it's bad maybe it's like you gotta give them this test and then give them that sexless test or whatever oh that's yeah. like check all the things you're open to do yeah <laughs> like you're almost kind of like you take this test depending on i'll your fill score. out the sex sheet yeah. <laughs> come on <laughs> whatever unless our love language is not physical <laughs> then that won't work um but yeah i don't know this was fun i yeah. was into this same so anyway um yeah i don't know email us in if you have any more suggestions this was great for a few people for suggesting i think uh ally was one of the people that suggested it so shout out to you girl yeah and um email us at shooters gotta shoot pod at gmail.com or dm us shooters gotta shoot pod and uh yeah join the patreon if you want some extra fun and extra episodes uh there's like 37 extra apps now and leave and a review free shirts. yeah and you'll get a free shirt i'm at sparica and i'm at the guaca underscore molly and we'll see you next week bye bye